Okay, Rabbi Isai, we are on Chaf Beis, Amud Beis, two lines from the bottom. Today's Amud is Chaf Gimel Amud Aleph. Let's get right into it. Tan Rabban, two dots, two lines from the bottom. Chaf Beis, Amud Beis. Tan Rabban, Hayyamid Betfilah, Vimayim Shaisisin Al Berkav. Let's say someone's davening and he's urinating. While he's davening, the urine just comes out. So what happens? Urines on his urinates on his leg. So Paisik Achiachlu Hamaim, obviously he should stop davening until it stops. And then he should go back, Mispal, and Daven. By the way, you think this is such a crazy case, but in hospitals, hospital beds, obviously, this, this can't happen. Okay, Lehechen Chaiser, where should he go back to? Right? So Rav Chista, Rav Nuna, Chadamark Chaisel Rush. One says he goes back to the beginning. One says one guy says, no, he goes back to where he stopped. Lame of Bahakam Lifki. So what's what is the basis basis of this machalek? Smar Savar, Im Shah, Kedelig Maris Kula, Khaisla Rush. One holds that if if the the, uh, the the urination made enough of a hefsik that he would have completed the entire Shman Ezra, then he has to go back to the beginning. But the other guy holds no, that's not the case. It doesn't matter. Meaning, what do you mean if you wait? Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that if if, if, if the Hefsik was big enough that you could have finished the entire Shemon you obviously have to go back to the beginning of Shemon That's not the Machlekes. So really, they're arguing about where enough time elapsed that you wouldn't have finished the Shemon Esrei. The Marsover Gavr, the Chavyehu, the Ein Ra'oi. The ain tfila, right? So mar holds literally this means that the, the man was pushed off. So therefore his tfila is not a tfila. And one guy holds that his um the gavra was chazit. Was it was it that the uh, that meaning was it that he was taken out of his state of being able to daven, or that no, they were just a hefsik. If you go according to Rashi's understanding, there's a couple of different understandings of this Kamara, but if you go according to Rashi's understanding, Rashi says if one had to go already before they started davening. Right? That's the problem. Then they have to go back to the beginning. But if one didn't have to go, then they don't have to go back to the beginning. So that's really the basis. If one has to go to the bathroom, they should not daven. And if they do, their tefillah is an abomination. Big The only time this applies, that their tefillah is considered an abomination, is if they really have to go. They can't hold themselves back. But if they have to go, but they don't have to go so bad, they can hold themselves back. Then the tefillah counts. Right? Not the best thing to do. Right? Uh, the Shulchan Aruch says uh, uh, someone should check themselves before they daven, make sure that they relieve themselves so that they don't have to go at all before they daven. But B'diyavid, according to this Gemara, it's okay, according to that second opinion. Bad Kama, how much does he have to wait? Like, how much does he have to go until that point? How much is considered um, that he really has to go? Amr Shesh is not a parsa. That's a certain measurement, a parsa. Some learn on this Mishnah, same words. Like we said, the only time the tefillah doesn't count is when, is when one has to go really bad. But if he doesn't have to go so bad, the tefillah counts. Same thing. Okay, Vaiter. Wow. Rebbeinu is saying that one who has to go to the bathroom and davens, it's as if he never davens. This is also the raya that one has to wash their hands before and one has to prepare. This is the raya essentially for all preparations before davening. Hachain is preparation. So one has to prepare themselves properly. A part of that is going to the bathroom, making sure that one relieves themselves. What does it mean, wash your leg? When you go to the house of Hashem, wash yourself that you shouldn't sin. And if you sin, you'll bring your carbon in front of me. So what does this mean? Means to listen to the words of the Chacham. 
And what are the words of the Chachamim? She'im chaitim mevi'im carbon. If one sins, they should bring a carbon. Vayisim tshuva and do tshuva. Okay, so that, that's what those words mean. Masis haksilim, going vaiter in the Pasuk, what do these words mean? Altik haksilim, don't be like a fool. Shechaitim uvim karban, ve'ein aisim tshuva. They sin, they bring a carbon, but they don't do tshuva. So carbon is no, you know, it doesn't work to atone one, uh, oneself if they don't do tshuva. So they obviously have to do tshuva as well. Kedem yoidim lasa isra, because they don't know what's bad, right? Sigmar says, Iyachi, tzadikim denu. They don't know what's bad. They don't know bad things. They must be tzaddikim. Grace of tzaddikim, right? We know that very righteous people, they don't know bad things. They never heard of these things before because they're, they're holy people. They don't want to know these things. So what does it mean? They don't know bad things. Therefore, they're, they're, they're a fool. It means don't be like a fool that sins and he brings a carbon and he doesn't know if he's bringing the carbon for a bad thing he did or for a good thing. Right? That, what, what, what carbon is that? Amar Kadosh Baruch Hashem says, Bein Right? The, you don't know the difference between good and bad. They're bringing a carbon in front of me? Hashem doesn't want that. Hashem wants you to know. You did a bad thing. Now bring the carbon. Do tshuva gavaldik. That's great. But he wants you to know what you did. Obviously, don't get bogged down on it. Don't, you know, don't, uh, don't dwell over it. But to do tshuva. To, to, do, uh, to the point where you do tshuva. They say that, what does this mean? What does it mean? Shamar means to... Make, make sure one relieves themselves before they daven. Don't daven if one has to go to the bathroom, right? So Shulchan Aruch says, like I said, that one, even if one has to go a little, they should obviously relieve themselves before starting to daven. Okay, so now we're going to discuss if uh, what one does with their tefillin when they go into the bathroom. Tan Rabbanan. The Rabbanan learned Haniknes Lebeis Hakisei Chaylitz Tefillin. When he goes into a bathroom, obviously has to remove their tefillin. Berochak Talan Amos, four Amos away from the bathroom, right? Remove the tefillin, four Amos away from the bathroom, Beniknes, then go into the bathroom. Amr Vachabar Rav Huna, Amr Vsheshet Loishanu El Lebeis Hakisei Kavua. This is only by a Beis Hakisei Kavua, which Rashi interprets to say, where people, people, you know, there's Tzaya, there's Tzaya in it. People are accustomed to going, um, to to, uh, to go no longer, obviously. But if it's not, if there's never been tzaya in it before, then uh, then one can, in fact, remove the tefillin right next to the bathroom, and go right there. And when he leaves the bathroom, he should distance himself for Amos, because he already, now he made it a, a Beis HaKisei Kavua, right? Again, he right, and he should put it on four arms away because he made it a basic kisei kavua. So that's the parameters, right? If there's tzaya, if, if 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 there was ever tzaya in the bathroom, it's it's considered a basic kisei kavua. But if people urinate there, then it's a basic kisei arai. Ibailu maushi yechnasadam b'tfilin. What's the halacha by people entering with tfilin? Lebisakisei into the bathroom kavua lahashdin mayim. What if the ba- the bathroom was used for tzaya, but one's intent is only to urinate there? Right? So, is, does it go after his intent or does it go after the status of the bathroom? And therefore, he cannot remove his tefillin four arms from the bathroom. So, Ravina Shah Ravina said you can go close to the bathroom and remove your tefillin. He said you can't. They brought the shalot to Rav. He said, Asr, it's Asr. Why? Because even though one's intent is to urinate, the concern is that they might, they might go longer, they might have a longer stay. He might pass gas. And obviously, one is not allowed to pass gas when one is wearing tefillin. When one goes into a basic kavua, he needs to remove his tefillin four amos away from the bathroom. So what should he do with his tefillin in the meantime? So it says here that he should put it on a window near Rishus meaning facing Rishus It shouldn't be facing the bathroom. Rather, it should be facing away from the bathroom into the public property. Then go into the bathroom. And when he leaves, he should go four amos away from the bathroom and put him back on. 
Divrei Beishamai. By the way, just a note, forgot to note this. They wore tefillin all day then, right? So that, that's when this came up. This would come up, uh, you know, all throughout the day. And another thing is that their bathrooms are much different. There's a discussion, discussion in the place game if our bathrooms are different because with plumbing and everything, I mean, there's really no excrement or anything in the bathroom once we flush. So theoretically, do these halachas apply still? Okay, big hak. Basil says that one has to take it in there. When one goes into the bathroom, what should they do with their tefillin? Take it in their hand and go in, in their hand. Rebbe Kiva says, no, hold it in one's clothing. One can just hold it in their clothing. Maybe it'll fall. Right? Imagine you put it in the bottom of your shirt. You roll up your shirt. Your shirt might, uh, you know, while, while one's going to the bathroom, it just might, it might fall. No. Put it in your shirt and hold up your shirt with your hand so it won't fall. Then go in. And one can put it in the holes, these little cubbies they had right outside the bathroom. But they shouldn't put it in the cubbies near Rosh Why not? Famous, right, that uh, if one puts it in a public, puts their tefillin in a public place, people will steal it. And it'll come to chashad. What does this mean, chashad? So let's see, the following story is going to portray this. There was a story with one student, that he in fact put his tefillin in these cubbies near Rosh Hashanah, in public property. And a zayna came, a harlot came, and took it. And she came to the base of Amr, and he said, Look, look what the, this guy gave me for my, my payment. Right, this, this Talmud, he gave me, he gave me tefillin for payment. So obviously we don't want these uh, we don't want uh, the people this to, this to happen. Given to Shemay say Talmud kach alol roish agag v'nafal emes nebuch. Once this Talmud heard it, he went off the roof and he jumped off. Anyway, that's a sad story. But Oisah Shah heskinu shei oichsin bebigday uviyaday v'nichmas. And at that moment, the the rabbanon enacted that one has to one should bring it to the bathroom with them, even though it only happened once in fifty seven hundred you know in the in, in some years still. We never want this to happen again, obviously. So therefore, once you bring it to the bathroom with them as a precaution. Now we're going to go through the history of this Takana. Originally, what they would do was they would put tefillin in the holes near the bathroom, in the cubbies near the bathroom. The problem is the rats came, and they got to them and it chewed on them. So then the Rabbanon made a new enactment that they should put it in the windows. They should put it in the windows near um, public property. Because the public property is not as many rats. Rats are generally right in the bathrooms. The rats still can be more commonly found. But then what happened when they put in public property? Obviously we said that the passerbys came and took it. So that's how they came to this conclusion that the best practice is to hold in one's hand in their shirt and go into the bathroom with their tzvillin. One should roll it up like a safer and hold it in their left hand, right? Because one goes to the bathroom with their and hold it in the right hand. I'm sorry, because one goes to the bathroom with their left hand. Connected by opposite the heart. He can do this, bring it into the bathroom, so long as the ritsua doesn't drag on the floor. A tefach from the floor. The only time this whole thing applies, right? where one should keep it somewhere in the meantime while he's going to the bathroom, keep his tefillin somewhere, is where he has enough time to wear them. Meaning, again, back then they would wear their tefillin all day, right? So let's say it's right before sunset, right? Now someone goes in, and by the time he leaves the bathroom, he, it's going to be nighttime. He's not going to be able to wear the, the tefillin anyway. So then, he should, then, then it's a different story. 
But if it's going to be nighttime by the time he gets out of the bathroom, then put it in the tefillin bag. Put it back in the bag. Wrap it up and put it in the bag. A kiss tefach, it means that the, the, the bag should be a tefach from the floor. Right? If it's during the day where he has enough time that he's going to be able to go back out and put his tefillin back on, then he should roll it up and put it in his hand opposite his heart. But if it's at nighttime, meaning if when he comes out, it's going to be nighttime and therefore he's not going to be high in tefillin anymore, he should put it in this tefillin bag of a tefach and put it back in the, uh, and wrap it up. This only applies by a bag that is designated for tefillin. It's a tefillin bag by, by the very definition. Because if it's a bag that's designated to have tefillin, it becomes bottled to the tefillin, meaning it's essentially the same thing as the tefillin. You can't put tefillin on the ground, so you can't put the bag on the ground either. But if it's a bag, if it's like just a plastic bag that's not designated for tefillin, then you could put it on the ground even if it's less than a tefach from the ground. Um, I think we'll stop there. Yeah, let's stop there. Uh, with three lines from the bottom of Chav Gimel Amud Al. Shkayich, everyone.